feel like we're at that part of lockdown now where we're all probably going a little bit crazy and we're a little bit fed up but you know we've got to keep doing it we've got to keep reforming the rules trying to do our best anyway today uh, when I'm recording the intro is Robbie Burns day and I was thinking instead of doing a wee poem on my own today I thought I would read a wee Burns poem so I decided I'd pick one of my favourite Burns poems this is called Epitoire on my own friend and I promise this isn't just I didn't pick this just because it's the easiest one to read because it's not too Scots heavy this one but yeah so for the non-Scottish listeners Burns Day is quite a big deal up here and I hope you you should be able to understand this poem because it's not too Scots heavy as I said but um, yeah I'd like to dedicate this poem to my late granddad anyway here it goes an honest man here lies at rest as your God with his image blessed the friend of man the friend of truth the friend of age and guide of youth. Few hearts like his, with virtue warmed, few heads with knowledge, so informed. If there's another world, he lives in bliss. If there is none, he made the best of this. Yeah, that was um, Epitome, my own friend. Very nice Burns poem, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Anyway, today's guest is Graham Cullis, and Graham is actually the first artist we'd had on the podcast, which is exciting. But Graham's not just an artist, Graham's also a blogger a mental health ambassador and his his karma card project is very is amazing actually it's it's really inspiring project so yeah i hope you guys enjoy hearing about that and i hope you guys enjoy this week's conversation well hello graham nice to meet you mate hello how's it going i'm good i'm good how how are you today yeah very well thank you i've just got out of the sea actually i've still got a little bit of a damp beard <laughs> just realized it's a little bit wet but yeah, I, uh, I, um, something I've been getting into lately. Uh, I've, I've been following this guy called Colm Doolan, mm-hmm. who's inspired me to start jumping in the sea in my oh, pants. <laughs> it's amazing. And he's a, he's an Irish chap. He's actually got a podcast as well. And yeah, like I just, I've been listening to his stuff and then it's just been like, yeah, I'm going to jump in the sea. <laughs> uh, and this morning, like it was high enough tide for me to jump off the jetty. So I, yeah, so I just been, I just set up a camera and I just ran into off the jetty and then I normally only jump in once and do like, like a five minute swim and then I'm yeah. like done. But then I was like, right, I need another angle. So I ran out, grabbed my camera again, it's still recording. I can't touch the screen. So I just <laughs> keep it on, put it on the jetty. And then I did another angle when I jump off for the jetty and then I yeah. swam out. And then you could see me in the water struggling against the riptide from the jetty. Go, and then I come out again. I was like, right, I've got to do one more angle of me running towards the camera. And then I was like, Right, I've got to get home now. <laughs> I'm quite jealous you have a, a beach next to you, to be honest. Oh, 105 seconds away from the house. Oh, my mum's nice. timed it and she's made where, a where is it. Where is it you live, Graham? Oh, well, I'm actually back, of, back at home with my, pe- my parents in Pevensey. 
Very nice. That's something I decided to do when I came back from traveling. I just wanted to, at the grand old age of 39, uh, <laughs> I just turned 39. My birthday was in a second. Oh, very nice. So I've still got one more year left in the club. But yeah, so I, yeah, I live in Pevensey, which is uh, just down the road from Eastbourne. Yeah, a little village. So near, near Brighton. But I, I'm my heart's in Cornwall. Uh, I will be Brilliant. heading back there soon, probably do a little smash and grab mission plenty of, plenty of beaches there plenty of beaches. oh yeah plenty of beaches there <laughs> it's too cold in scotland for jumping in the sea to be honest oh <laughs> do you know what do you know what that's the whole point you know yeah. like this whole cold water therapy like yeah. obviously you know like uh i'm an advocate for like mental health and yeah uh, i like to do things that make me feel good and sort of try we've and got lots of that to talk about today yeah mm, or to yeah for sure and, well great yeah, well just... graham you're a first artist we'd ever had in the podcast like we we oh. not, we'd not had a, an actual artist yet so congratulations an artist okay right yeah brilliant okay okay what is art what is an artist yeah, so, <laughs> yeah well, i'm no. looking forward to talking about it and i have your uh you sent me some lovely cards which i've got here oh, i mean I, I'm hoping, a lot of people would just be listening to this on audio like they can't see that but yeah know, sure the karma me. cards <laughs> yes you are sure. you are now part of the karma card yeah. project yeah i'm a patron now but we'll talk about this yeah. as we go on so we yeah. always start the podcast by asking our guests what's your earliest creative memories so I said this the other day, actually, it kind of, I didn't actually, they asked me that question and I had to really mm. dig into my conscious, <laughs> subconscious. Spoiler. And then I was like, oh, actually, yeah, I kind of remember my first time I wowed myself mm-hmm. because like art is a new thing for me. I don't know if yeah, your yeah. listeners know, but I literally started in May, like painting, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, when you're little, you get the Lego out and you do paintings yeah, and yeah. whatever. And you're at school, you do art. Uh, but I was on holiday with my family and another friend, friend's family, the Moonies, legends. We were in a caravan in Devon and we got the watercolours out and we were all just sort of did some crafts around the table and I'd never tried watercolours and I remember being very impressed with the with the fruit bowl that I did. And actually, do you know what? I, I seriously was, because I remember I saw it a couple of years later afterwards and I was like, did I do that? I was only like <laughs> nine. I was like, I actually was really surprised by it. And so that's one. And then I remember one time in art school, I did a self-portrait and I was like, whoa, actually, that actually is pretty good. But I never really thought about carrying it on. I was, was more interested in music. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah, actually, now into the subconscious. I remember when I was actually, I think I was a teenager and I came home and I was really high. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was going through a bit of shit as well. <laughs> actually, that's quite interesting. I was going through yeah. some shit and I was having an argument with a friend it was a real kind of a dark time and I kept a journal and I remember doing like this really I, I just stoned out my mind looking in like you know <laughs> just looking into a mirror like laying on my carpet just drawing with a biro and I did this really I really I remember it was a real scary looking self-portrait and I was really impressed with it with no eyes in there it just did like it was like you know you know that kind of like sort yeah, of uh, yeah. I don't know but then I, I I ended up burning that journal with my friends we sacrificed it in the woods yeah. because I was but I just wanted to get rid of the memories and uh we it's went a shame. And it's a shame. Uh, it's a shame but like there yeah. was a lot of shit in there that I didn't want I uh, wanted to burn you know so yeah it was but like now thinking, I'm like, why don't I just tear that page out? But yeah, they're my early, I suppose my earliest creative. I've always had a creative brain. Like music is one of my passions. Oh, which God, I, at, yeah. Do you mind talking about your music stuff a wee bit for us, actually? Would you, did you, well, do, yeah. did you pursue that as like a career for a bit or? Well, I mean, earliest music, I started playing trumpet when I was little, which was quite <laughs> free. And uh, actually really enjoyed it, actually. I, later on in, in life, I bought a trombone and I really enjoyed that when I broke it. 
I used to use the trombone to burst into my housemate's bedroom uh, when after the other one is on a hangover and go bow yeah. like that is burst the door open yeah. and that he'd do the same reaction every time like, oh my yeah. god yeah our, our editor Elliot plays the trumpet and uh, one of my best mates and he used to do shit like that he'd come in with his trumpet and like wait because yeah. <laughs> it's it's so annoying isn't it and my yeah. sister's just my sister's just starting to learn trumpet which is amazing I, I yeah. put a little like clip of it on the last vlog but I might actually she keeps sending me these WhatsApp of her like progressing i think yeah. she was a little bit gutted that i put it on the vlog because she's like oh, oh, I just start. but i'm gonna keep putting it on because i'm yeah. an annoying brother <laughs> but yeah so there, that was like my early m- music memories and i've always liked like you know like music and and then i started playing in a band when i was in school like and then we did the school band and but then eventually i moved to brighton because i actually mm. wanted to be amongst all of the people that you know in the music it's, it's very like thick the yeah music industry there. i've never actually been to brighton i really want to go i've been to london loads i've never made it down to brighton and i love i used to love all the mod stuff when i was a kid and stuff you know quadrophenia i love that film so i really want to go and see all that stuff yeah well our band was kind of like a sort of a mod punk kind yeah. of indie setup you know we're nice. all like with the harringtons on and it was like <laughs> Like, very sort of jammy-esque um yeah. but yeah like uh we were called the young soul rebels actually isn't it? nice uh, it was a it was a named uh, actually a pop-up a pop-up take took that name after we yeah. split up yeah the young soul rebels was the name of a dexie's midnight runners album uh, so that's what oh, we yeah. were for but yeah it was the week so i started that of uh, a couple of buddies and um or oh, when well, my mate matt we started it and then we sort of had different lineups throughout the years and eventually like our friends my friend sam got uh, it was his band got signed, and then he went into the Big Brother house Ooh. as as that as a as like the rock star <laughs> of the house, uh, the Ordinary Boys. I don't know if you. Oh know yeah, I know guys. the Ordinary Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, yeah, so we went on tour with those guys, which is Ooh. which is an experience. But like yeah. after he came out of the house, obviously they were huge, and then they're like, "Do you want to come and tour?" What, what's, okay. their, what's their big hit again? They have like one massive hit. Didn't boys they? will be yes, boys. That's didn't the one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the that was the big one. <laughs> Yeah, so we went on tour with them. That was some really good experience. Got to play some of the venues that I've always aspired to play, like Brixton Academy. Oh like, man, I've in never in front of five thousand people. Like what? It's on yeah, my bucket. It's on my bucket list to go there. Oh uh, my gosh, see a, it was see awesome. a gig. I miss gigs, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> uh, everyone does, don't they? And we got to, we got to play Ballmasters Festival as well. Yeah. But like, just certain things happened and different dynamics happened, and yeah. uh, the, the band didn't carry on. And uh, yeah, that was just what, basically... you, what did you do in the band? Were you a singer? Were you play an instrument? Or oh, I played bass played bass nice i played bass yeah i, I mean i wouldn't say i'm ever like a, a brilliant guitarist or bassist but i was good enough for a or an indie punk band yeah <laughs> and uh yeah and then um that was good fun i really really fond memories but like do you know what like in a way i'm kind of glad that it hadn't didn't get so, too, so successful i mean like we were on the brink but it didn't quite happen you know yeah uh, but but I'm kind of ha- I'm glad the way that what, what life yeah, threw at me because de- right now I couldn't imagine what it must be like for people in the music industry. It must yeah. suck. Oh, definitely. And um, it's something we talk about on this podcast a lot because, you know, a lot of our audience are emerging creatives. There are a lot of our audience, yeah. people who are maybe not are, are thinking about getting a job in the arts or like who want to yeah. break into it. And I think like things not working out might seem yeah. bad at the time. And then in the future, you might be like, oh, I'm kind of glad that. Yeah, or the, in the future, like I might be like, damn it, why don't I stay in the music industry? Because yeah. the landscape's changing all the time. Something amazing might happen, and you know, like it's. But whatever, you know, like like uh, 
whatever will be will be i guess uh but like yeah I, i'd say like musicians just hold in there because we need you we do. like and it's gonna and like i don't want to quote that blind boy said it's a backdrop yeah. of life and it's yeah, uh it's it incredible obviously that's how why we're doing this because blind boy uh, shared your work on instagram uh, yeah so i found you and i thought okay i'm just gonna ask it would be on the podcast so. i cannot believe that like yeah. literally like I got up in the morning and I was like, right, I need some content. And I just scrolled through and I saw that Blind Boy had shared something that yeah. he was, is it the Irish Museum of Modern Arts? I yeah, I just I just it, watched that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was just an interview and there's a little clip there on like mental health and I love it when he talks about that stuff. So I thought, you know, I just, I want to tell my following because it's starting to grow now and yeah. I want people to know like that's a, he's one of the resources that I like to put people towards because he's helped me in no end and like yeah. my whole concept that I've put together is inspired pretty much totally by him like yeah. I would have to hats off say thank you very much blind boy you're yeah. an absolute Fa- legend thank you blind boy you're honestly his podcast is great and something as well that he does poems on his podcast and something we're trying to do at the start of each episode is I'm trying to write more poems and read them out and stuff oh yeah yeah so, sure yeah no, yeah I love that I love his poems so when, when he says that they're from a celebrity are you don't you know yeah. sure if, he's, if it's like a, just a, a joke <laughs> or not but like maybe some of them do yeah so yeah he shared my stuff I, I basically I edited a little bit of his clip with that and I basically did a little story of my of my face saying hi everyone just wanted to introduce you to one of my main inspirations for what I'm doing for 2020 and then boom went to his thing it was like three stories worth of that and then yeah. at the end it was like I forgot to tag him in the first half of, <laughs> of it but and then at the end it's like and go and follow him because he's an absolute legend he yeah. shared the whole thing and when I told one of my friends who's quite big in the in music industry in Australia yeah, uh, I told him the other day because I've recently reconnected with him. He was like, "What? Blind boy did what? <laughs> he never shares anything." And he's a guy who introduced me to him. Actually, yeah, he's like, "That's incredible." And like, and then I got instantly like, it, I mean, it wasn't a massive amount of followers, but I mean, I, I mean, because you know, the Instagram algorithms suck. But I got like a hundred amazing, brilliant Irish followers, Scottish followers, yeah. and like, <laughs> yeah, just, but like, like, it was just like incredible because I, what happened was I went live and I was talking to my audience about what I just posted. So like, I've just, I was just going on live. I've just posted something. I want you to check my story out. Please have a look and follow this guy. Cause he's amazing. And then as I was talking and doing the live, I saw like little notifications drop down from my phone at the top saying, you got a new follower. One of them said something Irish. And I was like, what's going on here? So I came off of live and then I was just, I saw these new followers. So I just instantly like started messaging them all said, Hey, I just saw just out of a marketing perspective, how did you find me? Because I've got loads of followers and it never happens on Instagram. Yeah. And then I just messaged and eventually someone got back and said, yeah, Blind Boy just shared your stuff. And I was like, what? No way. <laughs> like yeah. that. And that's been incredible. Like, because I've got like a tiny percentage of his community now that, uh, and, the, and I got patrons out of that, which we can talk about in a second. Yeah. I've got people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I've got invites to podcasts. I started jumping in the sea again because I started following Colin Doolan. And yeah, do you know what? Like just, that was such a powerful thing to happen to me. Like, I know it doesn't seem like to anyone else who doesn't know who they are. No, I, I, was, I was psyched for you, man. I was psyched for yeah. you. Yeah. But like, yeah. it's just, it just really like, because I, I, actually that's one, sorry. I, mean, I just want to get this bit. In the live, good. yeah, in the live, I said, like, I was actually telling my uh, live followers, like, like uh, this is something I want to manifest this year. I want to connect with this guy. This is something that I want. I believe that I will one day, and on one level, just I want to connect with him. I want to meet him. And as I'm saying these words, I'm manifesting it. He's there in Limerick doing a little story <laughs> feed, <laughs> like tagging me in. And I was oh, like, man. holy shit. So he, I'm now on his radar, which 
It's great. It's amazing. Well, Blind yeah. Boy, please listen to this podcast. Yes. Me and Graham love you. <laughs> yeah, we love you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in a non-stalkery way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't ask you to take the bag off your head. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Graham, just to sort of uh, keep the conversation rolling a bit, because um, we, we kind of have a very vague format for this podcast, but I like that it's a bit different and it's good to speak to you. But um, one of the questions we ask is, how did where you're from influence your creativity? Wow, that is a hard question. And I remember seeing that one and I was supposed to think about this all <laughs> week, but I didn't. Well, do you know what? Like, I, I don't think it's where I'm from. I think it's in the genes. Mm. Like both my parents are very creative and so is my sister. I think a lot of a lot of creativity in like the left side of your brain is this to do with, uh, well, you know, I suppose in your genes and like that was my, well, I grew up with them, I suppose. And I'm- yeah. Yeah, I'm from that family. My mum is really into creative, like uh, like scrapbooking and making arts and crafts. And she makes pebbles from the beach. But yeah, she makes stuff like this. She gets like pebbles from the beach and she oh, makes nice. little like little things to sell in the village. That's lovely. That's <laughs> so uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this, basically that was a pebble art with, in the shape of a cross saying <laughs> Amazing Grace, home sweet, home... Uh, home sweet the sound and like yeah. she does things like that and burns things under wood yeah and my dad he's really big into his creative writing at the moment oh, he's wow. a really cre- incredible sketch yeah. artist yeah he's also like he was the first person in the village to ever have a video camera and i think that sort of really helped me with my whole vlogging passion yeah. and um, love love for video <laughs> so yeah i'd say that it was more to do with my home environment Mm. more than anything and then obviously like you know you meet people because you have certain interests and then you find people that into music and and I suppose in my hometown I had people into music and then I started bands and yeah there we go yeah, that's great well another question, that was a good answer yeah no, it was good yeah, I enjoyed it <laughs> oh another question we asked Graham is um what do you have a favorite word or phrase from where you're from Okay, right. So not where I'm from, but where I've been living for the last sort of on and off for 15 yeah, years. Yeah, that's acceptable. Uh, so that'd be, <laughs> that'd be, uh, that'd be Cornwall. Uh, and I just love, I love was on. <laughs> I don't think everyone loves that. Was on. It's W-O-Z-O-N. Oh man. Mean, I've, ne- mean, I've never heard that before, but I like it. It, it. Mean, it, it means what it's what's on. <laughs> I just oh, love yeah. it. And whenever like, I get back to Cornwall and I hear someone, <laughs> go, someone goes, what's on, Graham? Like that. I'm like, I'm home. Cornwall's one, on. Kel- one of the Celtic nations. Yes, 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 it is. And they also want independence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rightly so. I was <laughs> in don't sc- put a wall up. <laughs> no, I was in Scouts as a kid and we had a, a Cornish leader who was from Cornwall and she was like the biggest Cornish nationalist you'll ever meet. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, okay. With the, with the, uh, the black and white cross. Yeah, she, yeah. Used to, she used to bring it everywhere and hold it up. Oh, amazing. Well, I had it on my Metro for a little while. I need to get yeah. a new one because I'm allowed... Because after seven years of living somewhere, and apparently you're allowed to claim that you're from there, really? <laughs> so or you're allowed to claim localism, whatever. Yeah, yeah. you're a local. After seven years, you're a local. So yeah, I'm a Cornish local. And actually, <laughs> we did our family roots, and the Cullises do trace back to Cornwall. So there you go, your Cornish yeah. friend, Cornish heart. Yes, <laughs> I need to get the flag now. Have you been to Scotland before, Graham? You've been to Edinburgh before. Yeah, well, we played the Corn Exchange. Um, oh, really? Nice. The ordinary, the ordinary. The oh, ordinary wow, boys. wow. Yeah, that that was cool. Amazing. Actually, that was such a good gig because the Scots were amazing coming out. Like I felt like a proper rock star after that. We sold loads of merch, did loads of like yeah. signatures, and came out the back. And literally, everyone was waiting for us outside when we got into the <laughs> tour bus. They were like, ah, like that. I was like, whoa. 
we have great we have great crowds in scotland that's yeah good for that but well no if if i mean if the fringe i don't know if it's going to go ahead this year or anything but like you should do some stuff like that take some of your project the fringe would be a great place for you to do yeah of course yeah i mean i want to go go to lots of festivals and uh, maybe not be doing uh like an actual act there but like uh, just at least covering it on no yeah of course just i think covering it and just doing my my goal is to actually do a live podcast episode at the fringe so oh amazing definitely if you ever jump on that yeah well if you're ever in edinburgh give us a shout as well and you know and vice versa maybe make it to brighton one day Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm gonna be back in Cornwall very soon. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Come there, it's better. <laughs> I've been once. Very, very nice. Yeah. Well, Graham, we can talk about your art stuff now, um, which I'm excited to mention. So, t- tell us about the Karma Card project. Then, how? Like, go back to the start because this is a great story. I mean, I watched your yeah. blog on it, and and it's. I, can I just say, by the way, <laughs> I, it's it's great how open you are about like mental health and stuff. It's really, it's actually Thank quite you. inspiring. It's something we try and do on this podcast is just have really open conversations and yeah i just mm. think it's really great that you're being so honest and putting yourself out there so respect for that yeah mate. no no worries uh my pleasure it's a long story by the way That's <laughs> well, a long, oh. uh, it's not a long story but i mean there's a, I, I mean if you watch the vlog i i, I packed it in, in 15 yeah. minutes which is really hard 13 minutes yeah. so obviously like I moved to Bali, had the dream dream life over there. I, was, I, I work in sales and I got myself a job where I could be remote. And I've mm. always gone to Bali. I've been going there for like 12 years on and off, like just doing trips, like surfing and staying. And just being there as like, like sort of long holiday stays, you know, like three yeah. months at a time. And I've always like, how can I, how, how the hell can I make this work and live there? So in January last year, I moved to Bali after proving to my, my bosses that I was able to do it remotely. And yeah, so I had the dream set up. So basically my <laughs> setup would be the only, the only downside. And this is one of the problems that started occurring was that I had to uh, work on UK times. All right. Uh, so I started, but the thing is I went there, this is on paper. It sounds amazing. Go there, work, I get up for a surf at six in the morning, have a coconut with my friends. <laughs> and then I have a siesta and then I start work at four and then work till midnight. And that's my Monday to Friday. Saturday's off in Bali and Sunday's off in Bali. Amazing. Okay. But obviously like the autonomy wasn't there. I didn't get to hang out. I felt a little bit isolated towards the end, but it wasn't really a problem. But when Corona hit, I... Uh, like we were losing clients left right and center on our and our work yeah. and it was just became it was a lot of pressure high pressure and then having not having that autonomy and working those hours which is exhausting because it's against your circadian rhythms as well you know like not to, to be we're, we're, we're not nocturnal and other things as well other factors that went into my mental health were just all starting to build up but before all the uh, the, the, the real problem started i actually had taken an art class and yeah. There was a publication made the other day uh, in Balance magazine. They got it slightly wrong, said that I was depressed and people took me to art class to find it my way out of there. But that's not the case. I was actually dating the uh, the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I was hoping it was all good. Uh, but, yeah, but uh, I think it only ever led to date two because after the second class, I'd friend zone myself and become a student. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I did one class and everyone was like, what? I did a, I did a waterfall which the waterfall is now up for a million pounds on my website, by the way. Oh. <laughs> it's my first ever one. So I'm like, well, I've got a million pounds on it. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically I did that. And my friend who introduced me to this girl as well, she was living with her and she walked past me in the class and started bursting out laughing. I was like, what the hell? How did you do that? Like, have you painted before? I'm like, no, I'm just, just giving it a go. And then I, after the second class, I did the eye. 
yeah so the AI is uh was really the pinnacle time that I realized that I actually have got a talent for it and then I went out and bought all the stuff straight I obsessed with things straight away as soon as I'm into something boom that's it I'm set obsessed yeah that's just the way way I work bought all the stuff started painting every day but then like the depression started creeping in a bit more but and then then it really got bad but then like the painting was like my savior i stopped surfing which is crazy because i uh, i love surfing but then i stopped doing that i stopped socializing but then i moved to the remote as well somewhere else in bali but actually luckily there was an amazing couple that live with me who didn't know i was going through some shit they knew i was having a tough time at work. are they the ones in the blog the vlog? yeah so yeah. sean and michelle they they knew yeah. that i was going through some shit well, I don't think they knew that I was going through some shit, but they, they could hear that my work I was struggling at. As well. and the, but they were there, always there for me, inviting me out, to, to, taking me to places, doing adventures. So you can see that on the vlogs as well. But yeah, like uh, if I, I don't know if you've ever worked in sales before, but when you, no. <laughs> when, when you at some points you're just like in your room going, fuck! Like, yeah. <laughs> it's got, and they can hear that and they'd come up and Sean would look like, you're right, mate, like that. Just was there just to ask me if I'm okay, which I didn't realize at the time, but that was so powerful. You know, and like I consider them my angels, all right. And yeah. then I made them a, and then I made them some artwork. But just a little bit in between that, the platform for what I've done now, Graham Cullis Art. During that time, I started realizing that this is working for me. Yeah. And I've always wanted, and and people were starting to notice now because like what I would do is I would create paintings and I'd put them on my Instagram story, and then all my friends started messaging me. He said, "What the fuck's this, Graham? Like, why? Are you, how are you so good at painting?" I'm like, "I don't know. Can you paint me a picture?" I'm like, "Look, I'm not about because obviously with artists as well, you get impo- new artists, you get the imposter syndrome. I'm like, look, I'm not good yeah. enough to charge for a commission. I mean, I've only just started. How about you just pay for materials and shipping? Maybe put some money towards charity." And I'll give you the painting like then, but that way I can choose the subject. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that, that means I'm not tied down to anything that you want specifically. And that you get the best out of me and I'm going to enjoy it, you know? And they're like, yeah, game for that. And then the surprise commission was born. Okay. Yeah. So basically I will then now my, my model is that I paint people pictures without them having any idea yeah. what they're going to get. I really, I love and that. They, so cool. And they pay me good money. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm like, yeah. So, this is it. And, and they're on a long list and it's mm. kind of got that element of exclusivity as well. Yeah. And I'm like, look, guys, look, um, I said, if you want, if you're game for this, don't worry if you're not, this is the way I work. If you want a good picture, I'm, if you want a picture of your daughter, I'm choosing the picture. I'm going to look through your social media. I'm going to know what format it's going to be in, but you're going to be buying an experience of me. So they don't just buy a painting, they buy an experience because then they get to see their painting unfold on my Instagram stories, my Facebook stories, yeah. whatever platform they use. And it's participatory. I tag them in, they tag their friends and their friends start adding me going, what the hell is this? I want part of this. And so I've now got a long list of commissions of people like probably like two or three months down the line. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And um, but then obviously the other element of it, it was, was like the whole mental health. So obviously Blind Boy has that genius sales model of his Patreon, which I'm fully bought into because it's mm. fair enough. He creates four hours of content every month and I'm paying, I'm buying a pint every, every month. I don't, I'm yeah. down for that. You know, that's fine. And like, I don't want anything in return. And I'm sure he's making a pretty penny from this. Now he's doing extremely well and yeah, very good, on, well. good on and yeah, and good on him, you know, cause I yeah. think that's incredible. He deserves and, it. And that's exactly how the music industry as well and other industries that are suffering need to start thinking outside the box. Yeah. Now, what my spin on it is that I make vlogs, okay? 
you don't understand, I know you probably do actually, but listeners, you might not understand how much it takes to make a weekly vlog. It, and it's not weekly at the moment. I tried to, but it was stressing me out. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And with the full-time job, oh yeah. my God, yeah. you know, like it's so yeah. hard. So basically yeah, I make the vlogs and it's the same principle. If you like the content, I'm going to be talking about mental health. I'm going to be interviewing charities. I'm going to be interviewing artists that are in the space. And then I can in turn direct people to the appropriate channels. I'm not saying that I'm a professional in any way, because I don't want to, you know, I don't ever want to be, you know, like <laughs> done for hurting someone by giving them the wrong advice, but I will give them my experiences and I yeah. will then help them find the right path and tell them, that, you know, that I'm just say, outright art therapy is an amazing tool give it a go if you want to maybe it's swimming or fitness for you or something like that or diet whatever i'm not going to give you like advice or prescribe anything but that's what i want to advocate for and these vlogs take a long time so anyone that subscribes to me and wants to buy me a pint once a month (laughs) (laughs) you will also not just get a vlog you will also get six gift cards of my and they're they're very nice they actually are very good and some of your good paintings like i mean i was saying this to you before but i'm gonna i've got my mum and dad's birthday card sorted just from this and, yeah, and, and exactly you, and you come on the podcast so you know i'm winning out of that so you know <laughs> well perfect well exactly see so six gift cards every six months you get something to give to your mom you can keep some as well you know send them one. all out. i want to put yeah. one on my wall i want to put one on my wall exactly and like and then that's that's the beauty of it like yeah. you can keep some you get you basically get something in return for that as well as me doing the hard work but like the most important part of this project is the message because it's powerful like yeah. words are powerful and this is something that I discovered well I had not discovered but I knew but like that was highlighted to me when I interviewed a girl called Davina Morgan who's an incredible artist I really enjoyed that vlog but it was really good yeah she was amazing it wasn't just the fistle, just the fistle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah but she is absolute absolute legend and um she said one thing to me or in the interview was like she's talking about racial slurs and this uh she basically just in case you don't know Davina Morgan paints people any people like men or women are suffering body image issues and anxieties around that whether it's eating disorders or uh, physical violence abuse or racial slurs and she basically empowers people by painting them naked I haven't volunteered yet <laughs> but um but yeah so uh, and she said something about one, one of her friends who who's black and had racial slurs thrown at her when she was at school and she basically said this one thing to me it's a two second moment which can last a lifetime i'm like wow yeah that is true that is so true and then i woke up one day after a couple of other people mentioned it to me as well about this that they love that quote i was like that's it i've got it i know what i'm gonna do that's amazing. i'm gonna send out six gift cards to my patreons to send people because the polar opposite is correct as well like you you are gonna remember the shit things but equally i always remember when someone does something nice to me and to get something out of season, so it doesn't even just just to be a birthday. Yeah. Because just, you know, if if you get a, a card through the post, someone's written something. Maybe you're suffering at that point. You know, like then maybe someone's ill or whatever, and then you've or if someone you just want to reconnect with. I will remember that forever if someone sent me a personal message out of the blue, and like I think that is an important, powerful message. And now I've sent sixty out into the world 16 countries yeah that's amazing and i want it yeah no that, that's great and uh, you know what as well especially right now it's such a difficult time for everyone with covid and everything going on like the idea of someone getting a card it, i think i would love it if somebody sent me one out do you know what i mean it's such a i love the message yeah that's what drew me to actually want to have you on this podcast it wasn't just that you're an artist game i love this message it's so important do you know what i mean yeah well thank you like it is <clears throat> i think it is important and i believe that this these messages and this is going to grow and 
grow and grow because it is like, every day I'm getting new patrons, which is amazing. Like yesterday I had someone from California who yeah. I'd met for 10 seconds online, pledged me $25 a month that's amazing and i'm like what and like the thing is i know i could do well out of this financially eventually i'll be able to quit my full-time job to do the job that i love which is exactly the point for yeah. me um like uh, oh, i'm not gonna say well i don't think selfish is a bad word but like you know at that sort of selfish level i get to do my dream job but at the same time i do my dream job and i help people all around the world and i'm not gonna stop there either it's gonna i'm gonna be reinvesting into other projects as well yeah. i'm gonna be I'm going to be doing lots of different projects like festivals and events. I'm going to be reinvesting in money into that. And also I've got a really strong idea for a website idea for a forum. Uh, I think you may have heard me talk about it live the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the last last part of this, obviously, this is the big vision for the Karma Card project, is that eventually I want to connect with art therapists, therapists, psychotherapists all around the world, professionals, who can give advice, who are willing to do it for free. Uh, I'm going to create a, because I'm getting people that reaching out to me now. I'm meeting so many people with different problems. And, you know, mental health touches everyone in an aspect. And so, and you have to be, and and nowadays people can't pick up a phone anymore. Millennials can't talk on the phone. All right. Uh, We're all millennials, me and you. Like, we're like, we can't talk. uh, I can, but, you know, but generally people just text now. No, I, love, uh, I love a phone call actually to yeah i like, maybe a rare yeah. I, I phone people it is people. rare most people yeah. just like texting now and like and, and people can't pick phones up and i think that's i think that's with the helplines it's a very brave move to do that but mm. what i want to add onto my website is a forum where you know that it's a safe space where someone could send a message privately it'll go into a moderated forum where just the, the moderators, which I'm going to call angels, this is why it's called the angels forum, yeah. can then be moderating it and then boom, just jump in and say, hey, how's it going? If it's someone from India, so don't, I can't speak Hindi, but I know that there's a, a Hindi speaker in this forum, I will uh, get them in touch with you. You know, like just uh, to, I want it to go global, I want it to be an international yeah. website where people can then literally cry, cry for help and yeah. then it'd be there on tap waiting for them. That's um, amazing. That's yeah, honest. so that's, that's, my, that's my vision. That's great. Well, one of our questions we ask at the end is like, what's the goal? But I think you'd explained it so, <laughs> per- explained it so perfectly here, but yeah. no, I, and we'll link all this stuff at the end of the podcast. And I hope our Thank listeners you. go and find you. And cause you know, I genuinely think some of them would really like your art and just love this project. You know, it's great. You know, it's just nice, especially at the moment. It's such a dark time and we need, we need light. We need positivity. So sound like a massive hippie, but you know, it's, it's true. No. I am, a, I am a massive hippie. Look at the, my beard. <laughs> <laughs> I've been growing this for a while. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting quite fond of it, but I, the thing is, like, uh, since not surfing, I've uh, developed maybe a chin or two underneath. So ah, okay. I, I've started working out again. I'm getting in the sea, and I think <laughs> I, I, I might even just cut it off. It's an excuse to do something for charity as well. Yeah. Cut it off for charity eventually. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, well, I know it's slightly different, but you know, a different goal. But my goal with this podcast is I want to grow this great community of like emerging artists from all walks of life, every background, yeah. like you know, writers, artists like yourself, you know, you know, mm-hmm. di- directors, musicians, just the idea mm-hmm. of people because you know, there's loads of podcasts with established people which are great, but the you know, people who have not really, you know, people who haven't heard of. I just love the idea of yeah. shining a light on them, and I really hope we can keep growing it. And I'm have you started a Facebook group yet? Yeah, we have a Facebook page, but 
actually no, group, groups, group some pages. of some of your models that I was actually going to say this are, are really are really useful, and I'm gonna I've got loads of questions to ask you privately. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> Get yourself a Facebook group, but like I say, yeah. if anyone else wants to build a community, it's yeah. all about groups. Pages yeah, don't definitely. do shit. No, you're right. Unless you put money into them. Pages are great to have, you know, because you can mm. whack content up on there, and it will get seen, and you can share the videos. But yeah. I would, I would hundred percent. If you're going to build a community, you need a group because you can all interact on it. There's no algorithm problems, so I don't know yeah. yet. Anyway, touch wood. Definitely. But yeah, so yeah, I, I, that's what I do with my Patreons. I will be creating a separate group once it grows a bit bigger because, but the I the I've got a group for hundred. My first, uh, my goal is to get to 150 patrons. Yeah. I'm at 64 now. 65 today actually thank you d Great. your legend <laughs> 60 uh 65 patrons i'm my goal is to get to 150 once i get to 150 then i can sit comfortably to be able to do the vlogging full-time without any distractions of any other full-time job and then i'll be able to develop yeah but but yeah so basically the the group i keep 100 the first 150 are going into a private group which yeah. also all of my artists and collaborators are going to go into, which we all bounce ideas around. Like the other which day, one of the amazing. artists, yeah. yeah, one of the, you saw one of the artists, you've yeah. seen it, she, she put her bird of the week competition and then loads of people got involved with that. They yeah. loved it. And loads of my pay, and I love seeing them all interact. And it's like, yeah. it's so nice. I, like, and I, I tell everyone that joins a karma card project, we're all part of a team. Like yeah. it's not about me just blaring out about what I want to do. I want it to be really interactive and I want to like see what other people are doing and get involved yeah, with that as well. Yeah, so I great. think that could work really well. Uh, oh, that's you, uh... amazing. Hi guys, hope you're enjoying this episode of Just Get A Real Job. If you're really enjoying the podcast, remember to follow us on all streaming platforms. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, remember to give us a review. We really do appreciate your support, so remember to share this with your friends and family so they too can enjoy the next episodes of Just Get A Real Job. And now back to the show. Yeah, thank you, Graham. Well, I did have some artist like arty questions for you. I'm just need to Shoot. look at my notes. Right. So I've written down some art questions. So first of all, what's your biggest influence in regards to art and in general? Like so who are your big influences on your art? Like so in terms of like actual artists and in general, like wider just creatively. Oh, right. Okay. Do you know what? Because I'm such a new artist, that is a really hard question because I'm still <laughs> finding my feet. And no, no, I'm still finding my feet and, I, and everything. I'm like a little kid, uh, mm. just like looking on Instagram and looking at the discovery feed and like, wow, I like that. Wow, yeah. I like that. I like that. And then I forget all their names. And I, I, I don't know if I can answer that, but I know okay, the people okay. that, yeah, the people that influence me, I'd have to give a shout out is uh, one of my main influences and this girl called Bam Bam Villa check okay. her out she's she does a really amazing graffiti artist and but the thing is that she played an important, important role in what i am doing and she was one of the first people to subscribe to my patreon and she gave me loads of advice mm. when i was in bali and she didn't know i was going through any shit as well but um she does now <laughs> or she does know now that i did but yeah bam bam billa yeah check her out she's on facebook she's on instagram she she was just she just believed in me and like we met and connected and i just and she gave me loads of great advice which really helped influence me but for like style wise i'm a mixed bag like my because my surprise because the way I, my my process is yeah. like i can do what the heck i want with yeah. uh, with my painting so it tends to be like going towards like I'm, I'm trying to make things look as real as possible but I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm no way like a hyper realist or anything like that but I like bold colors as well like yeah, all my, I can, all I can my, tell and I really like silhouettes <laughs> but yeah so like when I look at a picture my interpretation is always a lot bolder 
but yeah there you go yeah but like artists wise i can't really answer like who my main influence because yeah. i'm such a newbie but i like how different all your fo- your uh, paintings are they're they are quite they're all different they, they have you know they have you know they're clearly by you you have a unique style but i think they are quite different in some ways which is great it's good well another question is do you have a favorite a painting that you've done oh okay all right one of my favorite paintings is the whale that is actually i have to confess on that one there's a couple like because obviously when i started i was doing impressions of other people's paintings yeah, to, yeah. to learn technique and that's a very good way to learn technique and i can't remember her surname i think her name's vera i think she's from holland Vera's vera Sh- it's got she's got one of those long fancy European names that I can't rem- remember begin to and if I try to pronounce it probably sound yeah. really silly but yeah we can link here in the show notes but she's a she did the whale yeah I thought I'd give that a go and I remember like one of my mates saying oh that's going to be a difficult one but I I feel like I nailed it <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know the whale, but that's one of my favorites. And then, yeah, yeah like uh, the eye is is definitely well. Okay, angels is my most important. This one. is my that's my favorite. This one, you know, what, that's a lot of people like that. And yeah. I think, do you know why a lot of people like that? Is because the other ones are subjects. Most of the other ones are subject images yeah. that I've sort of like done my own spin on. And I was, obviously, I'm doing it for people. But this is this came out of my soul. This yeah, one, you can tell. Like, isn't I, it? Yeah, and it was not. A, I mean, I got references of like forest fires just to look at, mm. just so I could give an idea. But when I painted it, that one really struck a chord with me because obviously, like the angel, the, 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 basically, if you watch the vlog, you it, it can explain it. But I can explain it now for the listeners that haven't seen the vlog. Is that it represents my mental health journey. Now, the fire, the forest fire, is obviously a bleak, yeah. distant path which I'm walking through, and then you can see the sun just starting to break through the clouds. That's what I'm heading towards. But during this journey, I had two angels which are the light orbs and they were guiding me uh guiding me towards that light and i wasn't alone and it makes me all a little bit teary whenever i whenever i describe that oh <laughs> but it is it's really nice and that's actually yeah. the, that's the one i'm going to give to my mum and dad for their birthday oh. you know that's yeah you know but it's it's great because mental health like, like i'm happy to you know i'm in this podcast i'm really open about my how i feel and stuff because i think it's important mm. especially for men you know like as i said like on the podcast that uh, my granddad died last month when he was yeah. like, my best friend and you know that was really tough on my family and stuff so i just love this particular painting because i can't explain it you know that's what i love about art that you can just get a connection just from you know without being able to put it into words does that make sense no totally yeah like yeah. You, you just you just look at it and then you feel the emotion yeah and uh yeah and uh like painting that i was was so emotive mm. and you know and like that's that's a whole part of the process for me the therapy like as you can tell and the listeners yeah. might probably tell that i've probably got like some kind of adhd tendencies and i am like fast forward and yeah. like i and i consider it a superpower i haven't been diagnosed or done any uh testing on that yet but i'd be yeah. interested to see where i lie on the spectrum but when i'm painting that's what channels me that's what that's, t- ama- that's, that, I- that's amazing though because we yeah our, our editor elliot who was on episode four of the podcast he's like my, one of my best mates but he's got aspergers and he talks about how it's a gift in his episode and just similar thing and i love yeah. that because it is it's a gift you know yeah it is and then it's uh, it's a gift and sometimes it just needs to be managed and yeah you need to know how to harness that power yeah 
and some people don't and i think like this is why the message that this is the message i want to give is that you know like we're all going through some stuff and you know like in these dark times you can find strengths and oh i know i certainly did um yeah definitely yeah no i mean i'm dyslexic and i'm a writer so they you know what i mean like i i forget that people say how do you do that and i'm like because i just get somebody to proofread my work and i'm yeah. so to do it but you know, I've written films and scripts and stuff and I'm like, oh shit, I am dyslexic. But you know, you gotta just keep going, I guess, and harness yeah. it and you know, it makes you who you are. So yeah. definitely. I've got I've got shit handwriting as well. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> really maybe, shit. maybe you're dyslexic. Really, maybe actually. Do you know what? I do some things that like I go, Oh, why did I just write that? Maybe I yeah. am, but I have got shit handwriting and everyone's yeah. like, How do you paint and your handwriting's like that? Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote a karma card to one of my friends um I sent yesterday. I did my own. I said, I want to, you know, practice what I preach and send my ones out as well. And I was writing it on a train. <laughs> I was like, this is like hard. Yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, I apologize. You know, no. yeah, that's fair. Well, I, I wish I could paint. I, I honestly, the two people, like, two types of artists that I really look at and awe of is artists and musicians because I can't play anything, I can sing a bit but I can't play yeah, and uh, an artist. I cannot paint to save myself. I did art in school. I was terrible at it. I just, I think it's maybe partly the dyslexia thing. I'm just terrible at it. So. Uh, well, I'd have to disagree slightly. Okay. I think, yeah, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you say you might be terrible at it, but remember art is subjective. That's true. And like, you just need to start doing it. You yeah. Know? And like, and then someone's going to like it. It's like what Liam Gallagher says, isn't it? It's always someone in this world that's going to think you're a dickhead. Fuckers. <laughs> but like, it could translate to like, you know, art, oh, you might think you're really not artistic. I, yeah, I, that was a long time ago I heard that. So may, I think I read it somewhere. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> so hopefully. Last gig I ever saw Liam Gallagher before all this pandemic. Oh. Yeah, saw him in Amsterdam. Great times. Oh, Ooh, I miss, oh, I miss it. I miss it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, you know, it's around the corner. I believe yeah. that we're, we're yeah. heading Well, we're I've, heading I've towards had my vaccine. Light. I've had my vaccine, so, you know. Oh, you've had it? I'm a caterer, so, yeah. So oh, right. Work, okay, well, okay. So, you know, it, it, it's safe. You can, like, it's you safe. can walk naked through the streets now. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I haven't turned ginger. I've not, you know, had a... Have you given loads of old people hugs? <laughs> not yet. And kisses. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Graham, another question we ask everyone that comes on the podcast is, uh, what's the worst part-time job you'd ever had, or a job? All oh, right, okay, yeah, I literally just thought about this one. Like, you don't have to name, before. you don't have to name them, but like, if you want to, you're welcome to. Oh no, no, I was just, I was working for my brother-in-law actually, right. and I was when I was work, I was doing the band thing, and you know, I was just filling in money for the times I was doing gigs and not getting paid anything for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was just doing some, like, I was working in this construction company, and uh, it was to renovate an old care person's home. And I had no idea what a commode was when I was 18. <laughs> and I, uh, and I, I was told to rip everything out of the room. Uh, we noticed that there was something leaking from the ceiling in one room. And I was, we didn't think of it, but it turns out later it was piss. <laughs> and then I went upstairs and I saw this chair. I had to just basically get everything in a skip. And I just grabbed this chair by the corner. I just yanked it to go run it, run downstairs with it. And of course, the commode swung open. There was a whole load of shit and piss in there, and it went all over my leg. Oh, fuck it out. <laughs> and then I got the day off. <laughs> I think you may have just topped anything anyone said for this question so far. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a good one. I feel like I actually missed out one of my questions for your art, actually. So I'm going to quickly scroll back. Yeah, yeah, and check. go for it. Yeah. This is just a question because, in case anyone who maybe wanted to get into art specifically was listening, or for any artists that are listening, like, mm. do you, what do you, what's your sort of go to materials like with paint and stuff? Do you have a, is there a certain type of paint you use? Are you, do you play around with? Do you experiment? Well, 
uh, like again there's another question because i'm such a newbie but oils is what i'm using but i will throw in acrylics uh, every now and then if yeah. like I've, i can't work with acrylics because they dry too fast and it's i think it's something to do with me being fast forward as well i need to have something that's slower moving and i can carve you know and like really like work with if i did a painting of acrylics i think it would look very abstract but i could give it a go i want to give it a go at some point but i do use acrylics just to like go on top of like some paintings like i did a, a painting of matt bellamy oh, yeah. for my friend and I did the whole thing in oil and i did his guitar and was it guitar no his jacket yeah his, no, his jacket and guitar strings in acrylic because they were like shiny i used gold and silver and it's sort of like sort of sat on top nicely like a bit of leaf it was amazing <laughs> yeah so um and then yeah i, I want to get more experimental um but at the moment like i'm just loving doing stuff with oils and uh, yeah and like i'm a newbie as well youtube is the best search engine for you guys to learn stuff like it's Definitely. just i've followed so many amazing people on youtube that are teaching me techniques and like if i if i go into a project i'm like oh i need to know how to do streaky sand yeah. i'll just go and watch a couple of tutorials and it helps that's the same with the video editing as well yeah and now video editing is my main art form yeah okay i would say i mean like the painting was the narrative that i needed because i've always loved video blogging i've made music videos before i've done other projects for people's bars etc and i yeah. just love the process and it's exactly the same I, I get into it and i'm in another world and it's like meditation for me Amazing. so yeah you can learn all that stuff on youtube as well and all of that off youtube yeah like um hopefully i'm going for i'm going for an arts council grant at the moment and uh yeah, fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah man. if Amazing. i get that like and then take the editing to a next level and it will give me time to develop as well i'll be yeah. able to learn on new equipment because at the moment my... i think I f yeah i think something oh. we try and it's just on the podcast as well like that's such a i think one of the hardest things for a lot of our listeners is we all have to work do you know what I mean I work you know I work in care you have a job like you know, we don't have time to do what we want to do all the time yeah. and so you do have stresses of everyday life and I'm quite hard on myself if I waste a day and I think you know I think it's important to sometimes be kind to yourself but also like sure. to just you know you can do it you just have to sometimes be very very careful with your time and you know except you're going to be quite tired yeah yeah no of course and I am always like tired <laughs> but but, in, but i've got so much energy though yeah. like, and i think that's what the painting and the editing does it recharges me this stops me for a little while but even though i'm doing something as well it's do need to take a break though. you do need to take a break and people tell me this all the time and i never listen to them yeah <laughs> but you need yeah. to look after yourself and i need to practice what i preach as well with the mental health thing like you've yeah. got to you've got to look after yourself and i know you're you're passionate about your products what i one thing that i'm battling with is that of course, like I've got now 64 people supporting me to, yeah. and I'm on my way to being full time doing this. I feel that if I'm not creating and I'm not doing something to, towards this project, I feel like I'm ripping them off. But yeah. I know that they that that's not the case, and they're they're in it for the cause, and they love what I'm doing, you know. And I'm not ripping them off at all. But like, and I think they would agree that I should take a break as well some, sometimes, which Definitely. I'm going to plan that into into yeah. the future as well. No, that's that's very important. Well, we're nearly at the end of the podcast, Graham, but I have like two more questions for you. So, you talked so greatly about mental health throughout the episode, but like, how does the art, like, how does it help you with your mental health? Like, can you go into that a wee bit? Like, when you're painting, is is that like meditation to you? Right. Okay. So when I was going through the troubles uh, in Bali. Literally, like, I was just counting down the days where I could get home and, and just leave and just get back 
get back to England. I just needed to get out of there. Like, um, and I took a sabbatical off work and then that meant I had a lot more time in the day and night. So I think the painting helped speed up time in a good way. You know, like I would literally be there for hours painting and doing something creative, really enjoying myself. And then I'd look at my watch and be like, what? I've been doing that for four hours. I cannot <laughs> believe it. And, um, and then like, you know, and then otherwise, if I wasn't doing that and I was just sat there thinking about my problems, that four hours would have lasted eight hours in my mind <laughs> you know so I think like doing something creative can help speed up time in a good way uh, or at least not make time drag you know yeah, yeah like that's, that's 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 what I find and like sometimes when I finish work and I get straight into my dad's garage to go in my studio I'll be painting and then my dad will be opening the garage like, what are you doing it's 11 o'clock at night son <laughs> I'm like yeah. oh sorry dad <laughs> I yeah. love it I love it I'm not regressed to a teenager yeah. no I, t- I can relate to it because whenever if I'm writing and I find that if I'm I put music on when I write but I always know if I'm writing something and I'm really into it because I forget the music's on yeah and I, I mean and I, and I forget the times and I'm like oh I've been writing for an hour oh. and that that doesn't happen often enough as I'd like to be honest at the moment but you know, yeah. that's a great feeling. So, no, thank you very much for it. Uh, oh, and music stuff. as well. Like, I've reconnected with music in oh, yeah. a big way since, like, it's like, obviously, like, you know, I've always, I've been in the bands before, but I've reconnected to music in such a big way mm-hmm. since painting because I've been able to rediscover music. I've got a Spotify playlist, which is yeah. Graham Carlos Art, Songs to Paint to, if you want us to follow that. But that's what I listen to. And then I goes on to the suggested followers and um, I learn. So I'm learning. And also in that sense as well, I'm discovering new acts who I could possibly collaborate with as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. Playing uh, ukulele a little bit more as yeah. well. Yeah, so you got the ukulele there. Do you want to give us a little quick play of that? Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Birthday did Jamie for whenever it is April 26th. April 26th. Well, then you're yeah. going to be getting a birthday message on your Facebook. Brilliant. Up. I look forward to what, that. Yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. I know. Been, I've, yeah, it's a great, <laughs> great, great marketing tool for you. <laughs> well, yeah, like, um, just in case any of my Facebook friends are watching and they've received this lovely, yeah, thoughtful, um, um video it is still thoughtful and lovely don't yeah. worry but it's going to i'm sending one to everyone yeah. that's my thing i've wanted to say i've always wanted to say i've done something every day for a year so now i'm gonna say that i sung happy birthday to over three thousand people for a year yeah amazing <laughs> amazing well graham thank you so much for coming on just get a real job and chanters it's, it's been a joy we just have yeah. one more one more question for you um which we ask our guests at the end do you have any tips or advice for anyone who maybe wants to get into art I know you're saying you're like a newcomer. This is the great thing about this podcast. You know, it's, we're all learning mm-hmm. and stuff. But do you have any advice you would offer anyone who maybe wants to get into art or who is an artist and who maybe is, needs a bit of inspiration? Yeah. Okay. Firstly, go, uh, and I can't remember the name of the podcast, actually, or episode. Go to Blind Boy and type in Blind Boy Podcast in Google and type in Procrastination Episode. I think it's called... No, I can't even remember what it's called. But type in the procrastination. We'll, we'll link, we'll link the, I'll find the episode after and I'll link the exact yeah. episode under the podcast. But yeah, like the thing is procrastination is one of the biggest killers of um, of art, you know, like, and yeah. so I, it's just about doing it. Like if there's one piece of the puzzle that's going to help you get towards it, just do it and then yeah. you've done it. Like it was like for me, like setting the Patreon up, I was thinking about that for ages and suddenly I was like, fuck it, doing it. <laughs> 
did no. it. And, uh, you know, it's just, just it's like that. It's cheesy, but the Nike slogan, and <laughs> it just do it. It's true. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and like, uh, that's, that's all, that's all I can say really. Just how do you do it? It's so true. And I mean, I've, I've been talked about in the podcast before, like I, I'm terrible for procrastination and like yeah. I've talked about, you know, like this is the podcast. One of the first things I've just went, I'm doing it. Fuck it. We're doing this. And it's great. Yeah. But like, I need to do that more writing. Like, I put off writing scripts. I'll just be like, oh, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Or yeah. writing. So, yeah. That's Listen to Colin Doolan's, actually. Colin Doolan yeah. is a podcaster that I've just, the one that sea swims. I, I listened to his first podcast episode the other day. He's only, I think he's just started in June. Yeah. But like, it was all very rough around the edges. And it was like, he, he was a perfectionist as well. Yeah. And he's like, and that stops him from doing things sometimes. But this time he was like, bollocks to it i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna i literally googled he says on this podcast in the first episode, i googled how to make a podcast 10 minutes yeah. ago i'm just filling in the blanks now so you don't worry about being perfection exactly just, just start I, i'm very lucky that we have an, an editor and elliot who is an absolute perfectionist with sound like he does such yes a good, elliot yeah he's a legend so um he was very happy that you bought your mic so thank you as well for i don't do things by halves like yeah. literally i was like i i, look, I looked at a couple of um a few different pop podcasters and i was like and that's one thing that i learned from blind boy actually uh, one of uh, one thing one of the many things is that audio fidelity is super important it really like, is I'll, i mean giving the end user an ex- good experience is yeah that's what it's all about something Doing this for you guys listeners yeah you. so you'd be very grateful to graham but would you like to quickly plug your instagram and stuff once more before we end yeah okay right my instagram at the moment is just forward cl- forward slash graham cullis it might change to forward slash graham cullis oh, i've got both hands but for some at the moment i've got a magazine article at the moment out it's just forward slash graham cullis yeah and that's qr code so yeah just type in graham cullis art in in the search and and we'll link everything at the end but please listeners go and look into this project karma card it's an amazing project please support hashtag hashtag karma card project yeah so if you're going to do anything like that shout outs about that please use the hashtag and if you want to sign up to it i would absolutely be honored to have you on the team and that is www.patreon.com forward slash graham cullis art and all i'm asking for is literally there's whatever you can afford i don't care even if it doesn't uh, if it doesn't if it's not enough to print the cards to send them to you because like it's all about the message but if you want to pledge whatever you can afford because i know that some people can only pledge a tiny amount and some people are being very generous like this dude in california which helps pay for you who can't afford as much it's a socialistic model just how I play blind <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, Graham. It was a joy speaking to you. Alrighty. Laters. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Just Get A Real Job. I'd like to thank Graham again for coming on and speaking to us. I really enjoyed our conversation. Remember, as always, if you enjoyed what Graham had to say, check the links beneath the podcast because we'd linked in all the artists Graham talked about. Go and check out their work. We linked in the podcast Graham reference. We'd linked in Blind Boy's work, so please check him out because he's an absolute legend and some of his work is amazing, actually. But as always, if you're enjoying the podcast, please like, subscribe, share us on social media, all that stuff that we say every week but the main way we've grown as a project is actually just through word of mouth so please please if you're enjoying the podcast please tell your friends please tell your family spread the word because that's how we're going to grow as a project and yeah we really need your support and we really appreciate your support as well so as always thank you for listening and stay safe folks just get a real job.